four of rock's greatest composers came from just two bands. On Kinks and Beats Daily, we take a look at the songs and albums that exemplify the highlights of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ray Davies, and George Harrison. Here's a story about a sinner. He used to be a winner who enjoyed a life of prominence and position. But the pressures at the office and his socialite engagements and his selfish wife's fanatical ambition, it turned him to the booze and he got mixed up with a floozy and she led him to a life of indecision. The floozy made him spend his dole. She left him lying on Skid Row, a drunken lag in some Salvation Army mission. It's such a shame. That is the opening phrase to Ray Davies' Alcohol. Performed by the Kinks and released on November 24th, 1971 on the Muswell Hillbillies album. It is track five of side one. Muswell Hillbillies, in my opinion, one of the Kinks' finest albums. It did nothing in the UK, and it peaked at number 48 in the United States. Despite being called Album of the Year by Stereo Review, giving a, been given a five-star review by Rolling Stone uh, in their album guide a decade and a half later, has a four and a half stars on all music, four stars on Blender, and an 8.9 out of 10 on Pitchfork. This is a solid album that nobody listened to, and it came up after Lola, which was a huge hit. Makes no sense. I consider this um, part of the Kinks' golden age. I don't think I'm alone in that, where it really goes from Village Green, Arthur, Lola, Muswell, and everybody's in showbiz. That is a string of albums that are so solid and so good that any band would be uh, would envy that kind of success rate. And most of them didn't sell, at least not what they deserve to sell. So alcohol's on that one. And uh, it's a cool little tune. It's a slow, dirgy uh, song. It's in a harmonic minor, which gives it kind of a klezmer feel. It's it's sort of the um, uh, the Beatles did it a few years earlier uh, with Girl. And then this song came and did it a bit more authentically and better. But it's kind of a continuation of that style. Um, it's got a tuba on it. It's got some clarinet doing the little fills and, and, and trills and stuff that are... Uh, more synonymous with that klezmer kind of stuff and the harmonic minor tonal structure also builds on that it's a cool little tune um it's got some cool musicianship on it the resonator guitar makes an appearance uh dave's guitar tone on his electric on that opening riff is like dirty and swampy but not overdone uh the trumpet solo over the intro there's a few effects on it obviously it sounds like it was recorded in a bathroom but then also run through a flanger so it's kind of got a weird you know doesn't really sound like a trumpet there's uh, some accordions on it it's 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 not a typical kinks record and yet it is the most typical kinks record because it's got some downer lyrics it uh it is very focused on like the every man, you know, working man kind of kind of character that Ray was gravitated to, particularly in this time period of his songwriting. Um, but it's a great one. And it's got one of my favorite lines of any Ray Davies song. And I don't know what it is about this line, if it's his vocal delivery. But then when I sing this song, 
you know, just strumming the guitar, uh, I get the same reaction when I sing it. So it's, it, I guess it's not the vocal delivery. It's just a great line, but it fits the way it fits. The melody is perfect. It's, it's probably the most perfect line. Cause there are a couple lines in this song that, um, either all the lyric sheets have wrong or Ray made a mistake, but this one is perfect. Uh, towards the end of one of the verses, he says, now the floozy's gone and found another sucker. And the meter of that line, I mean, even just saying it, just saying it, now the floozy's gone and found another sucker. You can feel the beat. Now the floozy's gone and found another sucker. It's it's perfectly metered out. But the way it just kind of falls over the melody in that particular part of the song, it's just... Even if, if I'm if I listen to it in the car and I haven't sung along to a single word of the entire album, um, I will sing along to that line. It's just the perfect line and one that I go back to a lot when I'm trying to talk about Ray Davies as a songwriter. Now, where did he make some mistakes? The second line. He used to be a winner who enjoyed a life of prominence and position. There's really only room for two syllables where he says prominence and I hear it. I mean, I'm reading the lyric sheet and I think, well, that, that, that sheet is wrong. And then I look at another one and it's the same thing. And I was like, maybe I've heard it wrong all these years. And I think I have, you can kind of hear him. He swallows the middle syllable. So he's like, uh, who used to be a winner who enjoyed a life of prominence and position. I always heard it as promise and position which musically makes more sense meter wise. And then also um, still keeps maintains the meaning of the line. So that one I think is a stretch that maybe should have been edited. And then the other one I didn't know about until I was researching this, this uh, episode. She says, he says the floozy made him spend his dole D O L E and then follows it with, she left him lying on Skid Row. Now, I'm a songwriter. Obviously, I'm no Ray Davies, because you've never heard of me. But if the following word is row, wouldn't it be more poetic if the floozy made him spend his dough? I mean, you're, you're using a slang term anyway. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it make more sense? Same meaning, better rhyme, whatever. But then he follows it with a drunken lag in some Salvation, Ar- Salvation Army mission. Now that's another good line. Um, this one, this whole album, the, the cover of the album, and I don't want to talk too much because we will do an episode on the album as a whole someday. But the cover is them sitting in a bar. It's very brown and rusty like not rusty but like the the color is you know it's very brown rusty dark orangey kind of stuff right um it it, the, the cover sets a mood and more than any album i can think of from any artist not just the kinks the album of that cover perfectly matches the sound and the vibe of these recordings because the whole album kind of sounds like it was recorded in a pub like that the vocal delivery on this song sounds like 
Maybe Ray has had a few of his own. He's delivering it like he's the sinner that he's talking about. Um, but progressively, through the entire album, it's as if the band is getting a little bit drunker as they go. Like they're playing a gig at the pub on the cover, and you know the they're getting in a fifty dollars a night plus all the beer they can drink. And by the end, I it feels like the band is in a pub. It's just the perfect uh, the perfect cover for that album which I suggest you all go and listen to. Obviously, I want you to listen to this song because we're talking about it, but listen to the whole album. There are some cool tunes on that one. Um, Dave does some amazing guitar. The guitar work on the title track alone will be a, a good portion of the podcast when we get to that particular song. And then one thing I was thinking when I was listening to it today, I just recently saw the band Cake in concert. I'm a longtime Cake fan you know, 20 years now, I've been a fan of cake, uh, even longer for the dessert. And I saw them live for the first time last month and they're amazing. It was a, such a blast. If you ever get a chance to see them in concert, they are, it's a fun concert. But then when I was listening to the song today, you know, obviously this, this one opens with the trumpet solo cake is known for having the trumpet. There is kind of a cool groove to this tune that would fit uh, a cake style song and then the vocal delivery you know it's there is a melody to it but it's it's not a, a super moving melody it stays you know i mean the the chorus goes pretty high but the verse stays relatively close to the, the tessitura which is the average note you know da right that stays pretty you know in its lane which a lot of cake songs do too with uh with their lead singers kind of half talk half vocalized um delivery and so when i was listening to it today i realized i would love to hear cake do a cover of this song and i think he would make it a lot of fun in concert like ray did um this became kind of a the theatrical concert piece through the 70s uh, Ray would come out with a can of beer, you know, on his head when he was singing it, and then he'd shake it up and spray it at the audience. And I was reading that the origin of that spraying on the audience was kind of because the audience was stoned out of their minds and they weren't reacting properly to the song um, to his liking. So he sprayed them out of disrespect. I wonder why they got banned from America touring for four years. But, you know, he sprayed them out of disrespect, kind of like a F you to them. And in typical rock concert fandom, they all ate it up and it became an expectation from there on out. And then obviously Gallagher took that and uh, made a career out of it. But anyway, I would love to hear Cake do a song, this cover, this song um, live in concert or something. It would be cool. And I have heard Kink's songs and, you know, covers when I saw Wilco not Wilco, but just Jeff Tweedy as a solo artist. Um, he did Oklahoma, USA as one of his encores. And I was like, you're going to pull a Kinks song deep track. It doesn't get much deeper than Oklahoma, USA, which comes from the Muswell Hillbilly sessions. So there's some good stuff on here and some good bands could do some cool work with uh, covering some of it and giving this album the attention 
it so greatly deserves because it's really good. And this song is a highlight on it. So Swing by Spotify, check this tune out. Alcohol by the Kinks from Muswell Hillbillies. Uh, on Friday of this week, I will post all of this week's songs on the Hero Habit page. So visit Hero Habit on Friday morning and you can listen to all the tracks. Maybe I should make a Spotify playlist too um, that you all could follow. Although it'll just turn into a list full of Kinks and Beatles songs. So we probably already have that list on our own playlist. All right. So what do we got tomorrow? Tomorrow we are, oh, we're going back to George Harrison, who was the source of our first episode of this podcast. Um, a B-side single with a screaming guitar solo that I don't think gets enough attention and one of the coolest bass lines in all of the Beatles catalog. All right. That is probably more than enough giveaway for anybody that likes this song as much as I do. All right. So make sure you swing by iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Make me stop saying that, guys. If you're listening to this, um, leave a five-star review and a little comment and on iTunes, and that would mean the world to me. And then I can stop asking. Um, we just want to rank higher so that more people find us so that we can keep doing this for a long time and get through the entire catalog. All right. With that, I'm going to say goodbye and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good rate. Have a great day. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.